Hi there, and welcome to the Lunar Recording Studios of Weird Audio Productions, the home of psychedelic sci-fi and surreal audio adventures. Following on from our past success with the now legendary cult audio classic, Tato's in Space, which took the audio drama podcast universe by storm and won us so many glittering awards. That we had to build an extension to our underground studio complex below the Mar Tranquillitatis on the bright side of the moon, just to house them all. Which was a tad silly, really, because all the construction work to erect this self-congratulatory cavernous temple to hold all the glittering awards along with Captain William Spud's cosmic ego cost weird audio productions more than a pretty penny. Such a pretty penny that our lunar accountants have pointed out that we cannot afford the mega fee that Spuddy's agent is demanding for the interstellar podstar himself to take the lead role in the sequel to Tato's in space. Extensive negotiations have taken place and are still continuing. But the earth keeps spinning on its axis and global economics along with world politics change with the weather, boosting the value of the euro against the dollar and sterling. So thanks to Herr Trump, the closet fascist, Android Theresa May not, Brexit reality, and not forgetting the imperial Klingon overlord, King Jong Un de Toi, we have lift off. Twitterfear.ie the sequel to the cult sci-fi Irish podcast drama Tato's in Space is now in zero gravity freefall production and franchised across the universe on Twitter and SoundCloud. Weird Audio Productions, helping to keep the world spinning on its own. Twitterfear.ie Twitterfear.ie by Davy Ferguson Twit One The, the meeting, meeting in the homunculus bar before the party. Here we are, in the oldest pub in the small town of Ballywheelie, in County Cork, Ireland. The pub is called the Homunculus for all sorts of imagined reasons, or rather, as Godelic legend records, this public house was built on the very same spot that the 14th century defrocked monk, Cannabinius, a man well-versed in the black arts, who used a magma crucible 
to commit his blasphemous sin of conjuring up an apparition, a little demon, a homunculus. Of course, tonight, the libation soaked patrons lost in their own little dreamy worlds of alcoholic fugue, seated slumped on high stools with their elbows resting on the polished mahogany bar, imbibing in the homunculus, wouldn't blink a collective eye at any apparition from hell. Oh no, not unless he was offering to buy a round of drinks for all and sundry that is. However, one character sitting all alone at a table in an ill-lit alcove at the rear of the bar would certainly be the person to notice an apparition from Hades or coming from anywhere in the never world of the Milky Way for that matter. Captain Spud is his name. A self-appointed rank maybe, but the man does own a purloined extraterrestrial space cruiser along with a fair chunk of real estate situated on the bright side of the moon. Spuddy is dressed, or so he believes, in his usual nondescript garb as befits a man of his 53 years. His short, rotund body is housed in an old, faded blue denim NASA jumpsuit with fitted pockets galore, all bulging with small pieces of electronica of extraterrestrial and Chinese origin. He wears a very comfortable leather and fleece Royal Air Force Second World War flying jacket, still with an authentic bullet hole from a bullet fired by a Messerschmitt B-109 pilot right through the upper left part of the jacket that his great-grand-uncle had worn during his tour of duty in the skies over southeast England in 1941. On top of your man's head sits a black fedora hat with a black leather dog collar as the hat band. A metal key with BWB stamped on it hangs from a key ring on the dog collar clasp, which trippingly rattles whenever Captain Spud shakes or nods his head. Such sartorial elegance or what? For some dilettantish reason, there are two pint glasses of Guinness on the wooden table before Captain Spud. The one which he is sipping from is still half full, and the other glass, which is near drained, has a drinking straw, or rather, three connected drinking straws, leading from the bottom of the glass up and over to a carpet bag on the table, and in through the open end of the almost closed zipper on top of the bag. Same again, Ziggy. I know. My round again. Isn't it always? Hey, shame us all. Same again, please. Ziggy hicks again as they wait for the two poor pints on the bar to settle and be topped off. Then... The captain reaches for one of his bulging pockets on the left leg of his jumpsuit from whence the sound had emanated. 
His left hand pulls out a prism-shaped piece of light emitting plastic. It is his mobile phone. Or rather, it is an extraterrestrial communicator adapted to handle earthly G4 phone communications. In this case, a tweet. Captain Spud puts the mobile phone on the table before him and presses a fingerprint-sensitive button on a little panel on the left-hand side of the plastic prism. A holographic image appears above the length of the prism phone. It seems to be a video commercial for a firm of hitmen, or rather, as in this case, hit women. You have a trivial problem, like an infuriating itch. That just will not go away, no matter what you do. Your moon kingdom has been usurped from your grasp by an avaricious freeloading space hippie. You want to inflict great pain, vast bloodletting, venal vengeance, raging retribution and ultimately dire death on your worst enemy? Your conquest of a parallel universe is constantly being thwarted by an astro-terrorist and his homunculus. Then all then you must, you do, must do, do to eradicate your trivial problem is take out a contract, contract with us. us. Snide and slight. Extreme, Extreme exterminators. exterminators. No hit. No fee. Exterminating carbon-based life forms is our speciality. We always we fulfill, always fulfill our, our commissions. No, no life form is too tough for snide and slight. Extreme, Extreme exterminators of the multiverse. Captain Spud continues to stare at the now blackened holographic space above his phone as if this was an intermission to a forthcoming movie feature. The two tall and slim young ladies he has watched in the video, Madame's Snide and Slight, are in their mid-twenties. They were dressed in black, pinstripe, tightly cut, Femme power suits in that short production polished commercial. The gals themselves oozed ultra confidence, high energy, good schooling, and vast intelligence. The blonde one, Snide, had the dark eyes of a sadist, whereas Snide's partner, Slight, was an inch taller and a dark haired. Slight's normal expression. It's mostly calm, warm-heartedness, but it could change to one of alertness and calculation in the flicker of a knife blade. Captain Spud lets out a long breath and then reaches out to his phone to flip back a page on Twitter to see who had originated the tweet. From at a well-wisher. I have an anonymous friend who wishes me well. Well, I never. Spuddy leans back in his chair with a troubled sigh. His Guinness glass in his hand. He downs the remainder of his drink speedily without relish. He is considering leaving the bar when...
The seven Irish men, stopping at the bar, all swivel their heads round to peruse the two female intruders. From under their hoodies, the two women backpackers glare back at the Irish patrons with a no-nonsense warning in their eyes. The Irishmen, all in humbled unison, turn their attention back to staring mystically into their pint glasses. The two buttoned-down women saunter over to Captain Spud's cosy little nook where they bend before his table and deposit their canvas and baggage next to the only two vacant seats available in the snug little alcove. Captain Spud looks up as the two women pull back the cowls of their warm woollen hoodies. Oh, shit. Captain Spud is now staring up at the smiling faces of Snide and Slight, the elite exterminators of the multiverse. It all sounds good so far. The estimated time of delivery of the next episode or tweet. It is coming soon. But you will have to wait for the next time the Great Galaxy expands the Internet Blaster System. Meshes with the other extremities of Earth's teeny planet wide Internet dongle. Rather the next tweet off. Twitterfair.ie the continuing adventures of Captain Spud and his companion, the second based life form Z, the CPU spider in a cosmic bubble. As they tangle with the invading android life forms from the 11th universe of existence. Weird Audio Productions, helping to keep the world spinning on its axis.